Dr. Jerry, and you're listening to Hear the Word. This is the third Sunday in Ordinary Time, and this is episode 62. Uh, thank you for joining me. This is uh, Hear the Word, where I do a meditation and read the Sunday readings. So I hope you'll enjoy just taking in the Sunday readings in maybe a different way. Uh, I'm hoping that you'll practice some of the meditation techniques. We've been doing in the last um, really two months now since uh, I believe Advent we've been um, focusing on how to meditate and uh, it's interesting because we've been looking at things like breathing right and some muscle relaxation uh, in recent episodes we've gone to kind of a safe place um, or we even did a light stream episode once. So we're working on a various techniques and ways to integrate uh, our faith, meditation, and some techniques that I've learned anyhow from treating trauma and anxiety uh, as a mental health professional. So interesting today because our readings uh, kind of relate to change. Uh, in our readings today, we see Jonah and uh, visiting the Ninevites, and it's because they choose to repent that God has mercy on them. And then we see Jesus and the apostles, and we see how Jesus calls the apostles, and they leave their um, their you know situation with their fishermen and whatnot, and they come with Jesus. So it's really kind of cool that. Um, we see this change. Now, I'm going to be talking more about this on Be With The Word, episode 62, which is the sister podcast, where I'm going to get into it a little bit and discuss that. Um, but when we meditate, we're not usually trying to make something happen. If anything, we're trying to be kind of open. In Christian meditation, we want to be open to the movement of the Holy Spirit. We want to be listening. We want to be hearing. And so what I'm going to suggest this time, that we really allow Jesus to come into this meditation as kind of a coach, as someone who is there to encourage and empower and motivate us. But, at the same time, I want to be open to listening to any resistance. That there might be parts of us that don't want to change. Or that are having a hard time with that. And I'm going to explain that more and be with the word. But the reason we have parts that don't want to change, even when we know it's good, is that for some reason at some point that behavior was an answer for us. It helped us, even if now that behavior is a problem. And it's really hard to just kind of gain that insight and then somehow put that into action. So I'm hoping that with this meditation, we're gonna be open to allowing uh, for the possibility that maybe we can adapt in a new way and that we'll be open to hearing Christ reach us and speak to us in a new way and that we can rather than put down 
suppress or even shame the parts of us that don't want to change, we're going to be kind and understanding and listening. And yet at the same time, inviting. So we're really hoping to have a different tone with ourselves. We're really uh, working on two levels. And you know what? Whatever happens in this meditation, it's okay. We don't need to have some specific goal or some specific outcome that must happen. All right. So without further ado, I hope that you're in a relaxed place, a relaxed state, a place where you can uh, kind of chill a little bit. I'm in my prayer room. If you're watching, you can see I have candles and I have, um, I even have some incense and all those things are meant to kind of get me into a physical kind of readiness, right? A change of location, um, activating some of my physical senses. So the incense activates my sense of smell, right? And I'm in a place where I can be restful. You may not have that. You may have to do that in a busy place and that's okay. Um, but we're going to work toward um, possibly the best situation. So even if the best is taking, you know, hiding in your closet for a little while, it gives you a sense of uh, peace and a sense that you're in a new place is a good thing. All right, so let's sit back. Take a full breath, maybe two or three full breaths. We're just going to invite our bodies to rest. We're going to notice where there's resistance in our bodies. And as we breathe in, we're just noticing. And as we breathe out, we're just inviting as much as possible for those muscles and those tensions to rest. We're going to start as we listen to the reading. The first reading is from um, the book of Jonah. And as we take in this reading, we're just going to notice perhaps what's happened, what happens in, within us as we hear these words. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, saying, Set out for the great city of Nineveh. Announce to it the message that I will tell you. So Jonah made ready and went to Nineveh, according to the Lord's bidding. Now Nineveh was an enormously large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began his journey through the city and had gone but a single day's walk announcing, Forty days more and Nineveh shall be destroyed. When the people of Nineveh believed God, they proclaimed a fast. And all of them, great and small, put on sackcloth. When God saw by their actions how they turned from their evil way, 
he repented of the evil that he had threatened to do to them. He did not carry it out. So we notice perhaps what has happened within us when we hear this story, where the people are called to some kind of change and they respond and they fast. So they have a period of repentance and a commitment to change. So we want to notice, hey, if there's a part of us or perhaps all, most of us who wants to change something. But we're also going to notice if there are any parts of us that are resisting that. We're just going to listen, listen to that voice of resistance. Try to understand why it's hard for some parts of us to do something different. Maybe that, that behavior was really helpful to us at one time, made us feel better, was soothing, helped us to connect with someone. Whatever it was, we're just going to notice. We're also going to notice the parts of us that, you know, really want to do something differently. They're really excited perhaps even, to change, try something new, grow, respond to God's call. And so we listen to the Psalms. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from of old. In your kindness, remember me. Because of your goodness, O Lord, teach me your ways, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his way. Teach me your ways, O Lord. And so we notice what happens when we hear ourselves responding to God with an appeal to teach us. You know, perhaps we know it's hard and the parts of us that are ready to make a change you know, or, or perhaps they're confused, or perhaps they're angry, or perhaps they're scared. And yet we hear in this reading, in this psalm, Psalm 25, we hear of God's compassion, kindness, and goodness. So we want to open ourselves up to receive those gifts, to actually experience God in his compassion, 
in his kindness. And it says he guides the humble to justice. So we ask him to help us to be, have a humble and open heart to be taught, to be influenced, to be loved. We read St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians. I tell you, brothers and sisters, that time is running out. From now on, let those having wives act as not having them, those weeping as not weeping, those rejoicing as not rejoicing, those buying as not owning, those using the world as not using it fully, for the world in its present form is passing away. So here let us imagine ourselves in the words of St. Paul. Imagine ourselves letting go, just for the moment, of all of our concerns, whether it's our tears, our joys. Just kind of recognizing that in order to be taught, in order to be influenced, in order to change, we might have to let go of something. We're just going to notice in our bodies any parts that are scared, that are holding on, that are resistant, and it's okay. We're just going to pay attention. But we're also going to notice in our bodies parts of ourselves that are just looking forward to letting go of something that's been a burden, something that's been weighing us down. And maybe we'll realize that it's possible to do something differently and that it would indeed be good. It would indeed be helpful, even life-giving. Perhaps those parts can recognize that there might be a freedom in letting go. A freedom making some little change. So as we read in Mark's Gospel, after John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the Gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The Kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the Gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea, and they were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat, mending their nets. And he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and followed him. 
Mm. So we hear this story and we notice again what might be going on in our bodies. That there might be different parts reacting. Might be part of us kind of scared of the thought of letting something go. Or just walking away. Making some kind of change. And yet we hear the story and we hear how the apostles, uh, the, the soon-to-be apostles, were willing to just leave. <laughs> walk away from mending their nets and walk away from their lives. And that it was just an automatic response of action. Hmm. So we notice the parts of us that just want to take action. They get excited at the idea of something new. And right now, we're just going to sit with those thoughts, those different feelings that might be going on inside of us. We're going to notice and see if Christ, if Christ can be present with us right now. We can notice how he calls us to repentance, calls us to something new. We notice the goodness and compassion in his eyes. But we also can notice the parts of us that are afraid Allow Christ to meet those parts too. Allow ourselves to experience Him understanding why we hold on to things. And at the same time, we know that Christ sees our hearts and he sees how we want to let go and follow him and lead a life of holiness, lead a life of growth and change. And we're going to allow him, allow ourselves to experience him seeing our heart. We're going to allow whatever it is that he might want us to know or feel or experience today. We're going to allow that to happen. Just with gentleness. And so I invite you, you know, if you like, continue this time of meditation enter into a deeper level of prayer. When you're ready, I hope you'll join me over at Be With The Word. It's episode 62. We'll discuss this a little bit more. I hope you'll join me next week, fourth Sunday. Hope you'll join us over at soulsandhearts.com and receive our free uh, weekly newsletter. 
And if you've enjoyed our show, I hope you'll share it with others and I hope you'll subscribe. And if you're interested, I'm getting ready to start a, a kind of an online group of people who are wanting to grow in their faith and learn more and more about how to meditate, and, but also bringing in the psychological insights and elements and practices and bring those things together for greater levels of healing, and greater, really like we were talking about today, greater ability to adapt and maybe um, live a life, an optimal life, a life worth living, and then one that honors God. All right, so until next time, be still.